Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Food Integrity, Thriving Like a Guru. I'm Carol Gerbay, one of the hosts of this new podcast series. And I'm Dr. Rosie Kuhn. I'm the other host of this podcast series, Beyond Food Integrity, Thriving Like a Guru. Our intention is to support and empower you to, to thrive in your life. Carol's background in food integrity and education and mine in terms of transformational coaching, we hope to bring you a blended perspective on how to thrive. And just to let all my listeners know, I will still be hosting Food Integrity Now, interviewing great guests and experts to keep you up to date on the latest information regarding your health and wellness. We hope you really enjoy this new podcast series. Thanks for being here. Hi, Rosie. How are you today? (laughs) Hi, Carol. I'm great. Good. Well, yep. What's the weather like? <laughs> In the Pacific Northwest? Yes. It's a beautiful day. So today is is Memorial Day weekend and Monday. And so it's been cool. And, and I like the cooler weather, but now the sun is starting to peak out. So it's going to be a really lovely, lovely day. Sort of cloudy with the, with the chance of sunshine, which makes me happy. Not too hot, not too cold. Just nice. right. Yeah. Well, we're in uh, the classic June weather, or, or they call it May gray or June gloom. Yes. And we get a lot of, we get fog every morning and sometimes it burns off by noon. It, it has not burned off yet here, but it's cool. It feels like it's maybe in the upper 50s. Yep. I don't mind because I'm just enjoying it. Yep, yep, yep. Well, yep. last week we talked about things that get in the way of us thriving. And we discussed uh, what a few of those might be. And we, when we ended last time, we realized, you know, there's more to talk about in this area. Mm -hmm. And so one of the areas that I think is really important is talking about uh, purpose. What are you here to do? What are your abilities? What just doing a job to make money and you don't like it. Um, nothing wrong with having a job to make money, but if, if you you hate your job and you're just doing it for the money, that's not going to create a thriving mentality. And there's way more to purpose than that, but that's just in a, one example. So what do you think about that, Rosie? I think it's a great place to start, Carol. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so when did you discover what you were really passionate about and what you wanted to do with your life. Well, I want to, before we go there, but I'm holding that question. Okay. It's like, we're looking at what, tell me about purpose. When you talk about purpose, like I have a perspective on purpose that's different than in a sense, what we do for a living and, or what we're passionate about. So when we're talking about purpose here, what's the, what, what are you thinking about, or what's your intention in bringing that in, in terms of thriving? Okay. When we incarnated into this lifetime, Mm -hmm. we set out before we incarnated, we decided what we wanted to do in this lifetime. Okay. What was our purpose uh, for being here? Whether it example to assist others or are we here to just learn to uh, let go of anger? Are we here to resolve issues with individuals? Are we here to just really enjoy our life? 
to me, purpose means it's more, it's your job is, could be part of your purpose, but it may not necessarily be. Okay. And I, I guess I was just using purpose in terms of when you, when you discover what it is that just really floats your boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is just when, when you discover, ah, this feels really good and I want to do more of it. I want to feel and, this more. Yeah. I want, I want to feel be in this. this. Yeah. And, and so that's what, that's what I meant by purpose. Okay. Cause for me, like you, like you mentioned a few things, like we come onto this planet or we come to this environment, this realm, this dimension for lots of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you, I think we both believe like we're here to resolve life theme issues. Right. And we're here to say, okay, I got, I got, I got these circumstances in my life and I'm here to learn how to let go of my anger, my pissed offness, my resentments or my resistance to being happy and thriving. Right. So purpose for me is, is that it's life theme resolution. It's um, learning how to let go of what no longer serves um, like being pissed off or resentful or angry or guilty, all those elements of life that, I mean, we have to ask ourselves, how does that serve me to keep that going? Much like forgiveness, like I'm not going to forgive. We talked about this last week, remaining unforgiving. Like when we're looking at purpose, for me, it becomes more about that. And as I, as my, as I fulfill my purpose, living into letting go of what no longer serves, then I'm more aware of those places where I feel lit up and called and, and, and ecstatic or blissful or joyful, or even happy, just fun, you know, that there's more of that when, and thriving when I can say, okay, I've been stuck in this story or this narrative or this place of unhappy or dread or angst, and I want to let go of it. So my purpose right now is to let go of that. Like, let's let go of that. And then that promotes and moves us towards. Right. Because when I feel like living that purpose and getting more passionate about your life, then you can, it's easier to let go of those things that you want to let go of. Yeah. For, For me, as an example, I have always been passionate about communication. And assist helping friends. I mean, I kind of was doing counseling, uh, not degreed or anything. When I was very young, people would come to me and ask me for advice. And I'm not sure it was that great during my teenage years, but people, I attracted people in that were interested in figuring out more about themselves, Mm -hmm. basically. But I did. I didn't pay much attention to that because mm. I felt uh, for a number of years like I just I just need to make money and I need to have a respectable job that would be respectable to my family, mm-hmm. which is why I kind of got into. I was a legal assistant and you know did that whole corporate thing for. 23 years. Yikes. And I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but it just wasn't speaking to me. And, you know, I got Lyme disease during that time. Then I couldn't work. So 
I had to really top, stop and take a look at what do I really want to do? What makes me really happy? Right. And so I went back to coaching school uh, and, you know, got a coaching certification and nutrition and all of that. And I am absolutely clear. This is what I love doing. And this helps me thrive. Yes. So this Beautiful. is part of the reason I wanted to discuss this with you, because for me, it was pretty specific that changing my career path, then that then I started to change all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So here's a question. I'm curious about how did you so you took on this job or you took on this career because you wanted your parents and your families, in a sense, approval. You wanted to be in alignment with their thoughts and feelings. So how did you shift that so that you could actually move into what what supported and empowered you to thrive? I created some pain in my life, the, you know, the, the Lyme disease, which I absolutely could not work. I could not go to work. Okay. That was number one. I finally came to the realization kind of what choices I was making and how those were affecting not only my emotional mental health, but my physical health. And I just quit. And for me, I, I gave my one month notice, you know, I, it was a little scary, but I, I knew that if I wanted to have a life where I was thriving, I could not continue to do this work. Right. And so I did it. And now I want to say something too. I want to go back just for a second. When we're talking about me doing the work I did before for, for approval, that wasn't really conscious to me at the time. It okay. wasn't like I thought, okay, I'm going to go be a legal assistant and then my family's really going to like it. But I realized that I was making choices for approval of my family because I didn't feel good enough. Yeah. Everybody was making money. Yeah. Yep. And I was comparing myself. So I, part of me thought, well, if I go out and do this, then I'll fit in more because I never felt like I, I would fit in. Great. And that changed everything for me when I made it. Now, was it always easy? No. There were a lot of choices after I made that ultimate choice, because I believe we test ourselves. I don't believe Absolutely. there's some God sitting up on a chair, you know, yep. judging me. And so there, it wasn't always easy. And it took, it was like a letting go of a lot of things, which you spoke about. And getting to the point where I, where I love my life. Mm -hmm. I love my job. Is it perfect? No. And there's always stuff, but well, one of the, I want to just kind of distinguish this because I think it's really important that when we are um, when we focus on the purpose, like our, my, like your purpose was um, to become a legal assistant, and but part of that was to be in alignment with what we think is the way that we're supposed to be, and it seemed like a good enough path. Right. So how we see our purpose there, it's like, here's my purpose. I'm going to get a career and I'm going to make money and I'm going to have stability and I'm going to have the safety and I'm going to have approval and or, um, you know, feel better about myself because I'm in alignment with what other people think I should be. That's a that's a significant purpose is to fulfill that sense of 
connection, fulfill that sense of um, engagement and approval. That's what I was doing, but I was doing it to please others. Right. So the purpose was to please others. Yes. Right. Exactly. Okay. Great. That's what you're saying now. That That's I what I'm saying. That. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. A lot of times when we're choosing, especially when we don't know who so much about ourselves, and we're going, well, here's what my mom wants for me. Here's what my dad wants for me. Here's what they don't want for me. You know, I feel like an artist. I want to be creative and I want to make music or whatever that is. But my parents say, no, that's not the way to go. Then I sometimes put myself on hold because the purpose is to align myself with approval or align myself with making money or whatever that is. So that's a really important pr um, purpose that we want to there's a part of us that wants to fulfill that for the sense of connection and engagement. But yeah. we get to a point, most likely, whether it's through illness or perhaps lay layoffs in jobs or whatever it is, where we go, yeah, no, I wasn't actually that happy anyway. Somebody I know that worked at Amazon, they, they had a layoff and he was like, I think it was Amazon, it might have been Google, but he's like, and he was like pretty high up in the engineering thing. He said, I, I wasn't even that much, that happy anyway, but the purpose was to, to be in that level of accomplishment, but it didn't satisfy much. Like you said, it didn't satisfy his heart and his sense of truth in himself. So that sense of purpose, it's like, and, and I've gone through this, I'm doing this because some of that is anguishing to go, wait a second, this money-making thing isn't working for me. And so I want this sense of serenity or peace and equanimity and thriving a sense of that. And where, where do I feel that? Well, I feel it when I'm writing or painting or in the midst of my coaching or in the midst of a training, when I'm connected and engaged with this yummy, true experience, like, yes, that's. And so I want more, like you said, I want more of that. And so I'm willing to let go of the other stuff that feels like it's pulling on me and dragging or tiring me out and saying, I want more of this. And yeah. that's where thriving comes in. It shifts the purpose to I'm wanting that thriving experience, the, the experience of vitality and energy and delight and expansion. I want that enough that I'm willing to look at what am I holding on to here? What's, what's not working over here. And right. so the purpose shifts. And there's one more element of that, which is the yes, but what if I can't make money or what if my parents don't like me or what all those what ifs that stymie and stick us, we get stuck because it's like that has to, we think that has to be important. Yes. Well, the intent is a building block of the outcomes. And there are many people, I can be included in that category right now because it's what I did, where there was part of me that felt like I was not you know, I, I really went cold turkey. I mean, I thought I'm just going to build a coaching, you know, I'm going to get coaching clients and I'm going to do this and my 401k, so be it. And, but there was part of me because I hadn't healed. I'm not good enough to do this. Yes. Then I had to heal that because I had a belief that you can't do what you love and make money. Because I'm going against family tradition or whatever. So that that came up too. So that is a whole nother set of things. When the truth of it is making money, uh, there's I think some people have a belief that 
you know, doing spiritual work, whatever that means, that you can't make money. Yeah. And that is based in a religious belief of of lack the closer you are to God. It, it was ingrained in me. So I thought, in, you know, even though I jumped off, jumped off the cliff, so to speak, there was a part of me that needed to do more work to be able to, you know, have a, a thriving lifestyle and do yes. what I love. But it took yes. some work. It Absolutely. took the letting go of all the stuff we're talking about. That's right. I'm um, I'm going to engage in a grief group with a friend of mine who's worked in grief in um, Santa Cruz for a long, long time. She's up, up here on Orcas too. So we're going to do this, but it's like, and she'd called her group good grief. And it's like, for me, really good grief is good grief is really, really good in a sense that we have to be attending to that part of the letting go. If we have a purpose in life, it's like, I just want to feel better. Or I just, I just hate how I feel. Then there has to be a place where we begin to look at that process of letting go and not just the mental, oh, I can let go of that, but the energetic, the vibrational, the emotionalness, the emotionalness that comes up when we are in that process of letting go in service of thriving. And people go, well, it doesn't make sense. Can't I just thrive? See what happens, right? Just experiment, yeah. see what happens, see what shows up when you just thrive. And most often, we go towards thriving. We'll just call, use it that word. But then something feels like it, we get triggered back into some old patterns. And it's right. like, because we haven't let go of those patterns. Because we haven't let go of those patterns or we haven't let go of those beliefs. Or or uh, I was talking to a client yesterday and she's like, you know, I'm supposed to love my mom, but she really pisses me off. And I love her, but she just pisses me off so much. And it's like, how do I, how do I be with my mom? And when she's, you know, all that stuff, it's like, the letting go of that. I I'm supposed to love my mom. I'm supposed to like her. I'm supposed all that I'm supposed to fill in mm -hmm. the blank. Right. And we go, yeah, those are there, but there's, they're not really true. You know, yeah. that those are thoughts that, that slow you down and don't allow you to thrive in your own truth. She wasn't allowed to expect to, she wasn't allowed to experience her own truth of feeling unsafe with her mom feeling not respected or seen or heard by her mom. She couldn't admit that. She couldn't even acknowledge that part. But when she could, she'd go, oh, okay, I see how I'm not addressing my own be my own truth, that I'm not being seen, heard, or gotten right. by this woman, specifically my mom. And, oh, I see how I'm not attending to myself and how that makes me sad. And then now, we're, now she knows has a kind of a sense of that truth where she can begin to experience the truth of herself and the purpose of feeling better in herself, as opposed to, well, my purpose is to love my mom, right. but I'm pissed off, you know, I well, love, yeah, you know, and when I'm talking about purpose, I'm talking about abilities as well okay. when okay. we're talking it, for me this was this was really important because i i right. have people come to me because when i start talking about food and and healing and and nutrition and things like that i just absolutely light up and people can feel that passion and i feel it and i i am absolutely clear that this is something that is very beneficial for me to do 
And so people, when they feel that passion, they, they, they've asked me questions like, I can't figure out what my purpose is or what, you know, I can't figure out what I want to do or, you know, maybe their, their life is okay. It's not like they're struggling a whole lot, but they, they're, they're searching and looking for it. And I said, one clue to that is, do you have passion about this? I mean, true passion. There's a difference between just being excited and having passion. And I tell people, maybe you knew this in your childhood, but you shut it down. So do you mm-hmm. ever remember a time where you just felt like almost like golden doing something? And but then it wasn't acceptable for maybe because you were a woman or it went against your religious beliefs or your parents had other expectations other things they wanted to do. But so so I'm saying this for the reason of maybe our listeners can remember a time where yes. they were doing something that just absolutely they felt great about. Mm-hmm. And that may, may be a clue to how they can how they can get back to that or or some version of that to create a joyful and thriving life. Mm-hmm. And that was the simplistic, <laughs> you know, and there, there's a lot more to that. It's like night and day. Yeah. Looking over, uh, reading a deposition, nothing wrong with that. You may have a passion for the legal field. I don't. Versus, you know, sharing and doing things like we're doing right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And what I picked up, for myself when I'm listening to you just now is that the purpose in, and I've seen this with my clients who are like, I I want to have a thriving life, a client of mine who's overweight and unhappy in many ways. And he's, he's got these strategies that are working for him and he's got the money and the stability. But right now his purpose is how do I get myself to a point where I can move towards thriving my purpose is to move towards thriving does that make sense mm-hmm. no that in that he goes i i and, and he's brilliant and he's got this wonder and delight and this amazing uh, capacity to articulate things in a way that just goes yum but he can't be there too much just because of whatever so his purpose right now is to reveal those things that get in the way of him being in that state of thriving so right. it's, it's not like, I mean, sometimes for like your, your purpose and my purpose is to communicate and to bring healing or bring wholeness to people's lives and thriving, yeah. right? That's what we feel the yumness, but for me, the bigger purpose or the, the more saturated purpose is to get out of my own way, to look at, see those things where I get resistant to being this expression, to being this in the world. That's my purpose. From a spiritual perspective, again, and it could be to just figure out how to have a thriving lifestyle and have more joy in our life to forgive and a number of reasons. But I I think it's my understanding that we, most of us, we can have more than one ability. Like, Like you have an ability to do transformational coaching. You have an ability to teach. You have an ability to paint. You know, I have an ability to do 
actually all three of those things too. Yes. <laughs> and so, but my, I, I believe my primary ability is really to be a teacher. Okay. And, and that's what I do. That's, you know, to assist people to, to maybe understand at a deeper, deeper level about their health, about why they do things and things like that. So because, that feels like your purpose. That feels like your, your yeah, purpose. Yeah, that feels like my purpose. Now, my purpose in this moment is different. It's I'm using my 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 big purpose. My purpose in this moment may be to communicate this in a way that people can understand. I think I'm talking about a bigger purpose. Why am I here? Okay. So what what do you think about that? I think all the above, in a sense. <laughs> it Again, all, it, it all interacts. It, it's like uh, to to resolve life theme it res- to to it like we're supporting people in life theme resolutions. What gets in your way? Mm-hmm. What gets in the way of you thriving? That's the right. big question. And so we're asking people what gets in the way. So that life themes. Well, I'm always the last one, or I'm the victim, or I'm the one that always whatever the the story is, it gets in the way of us thriving, right? Um, and it gets in the way of us thinking about ourselves or letting letting ourselves be who we are. And and um, one of the one of the benefits of working with a coach and what I call a think a coach or a thinking partner is that person can hear you if they're good. They hear you, see you, and they get you. So they go, yeah, I hear what you can't hear for yourself. Much like what you said about wanting the approval of your family, but it was unconscious. With a life coach or a thinking partner, they go, wow, it sounds like you're trying to get the approval of people. Um, And I've worked with CEOs and CEOs, whatever those people are at the top. And then they're like, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to prove myself as. And go, yeah. That kind of gets in the way of you actually being in your purpose and your fulfillment of your purpose, what I call the fulfillment of your human spirit. So it's all the above what you said. Yeah. So that's acceptance. That's the big, the big A word that I think so many of us have on this planet, uh, in this dimension is it feels good to get approval. Until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. If you don't have your own approval, which is the most important approval, then you're probably not going to have that thriving lifestyle to the degree that you could have it. Yeah. And because the thing about approval is, as you know, Rosie, that you give your power away to somebody. Absolutely. And if you're seeking their approval and they go, all of a sudden you're doing something and they're approving, they're approving, happens when they disapprove. So your creation of whatever you're doing or seeking to get their approval for, what happens with that? You have given them the power to take that away from you. That's right. So that's just something to really think about. And again, a lot of this stuff, it, it could be conscious, but a lot of it is, is subconscious. Yeah. Well, I think by us having these conversations, people can go, wow, I never thought about that. In fact, I was talking to a woman yesterday about stuff and she goes, I don't even know how to ha- think about the, that. We were talking about children's stuff. 
See, I don't even know how to think about that. In a sense, the, the level of awareness doesn't allow her to even know of this, the existence of stuff. So by right. us talking about this and going, wow, I never thought about it that way, or to, for our audience to say, wow, yeah, I kind of felt that way too, or I still feel that way, or I still give away my power, or I still, you know, that gives, that opens this whole process is the part of the intention is to support and empower people to wake up to their own truth. Go, wow, yes. I never saw myself as that. It's like, wow, yeah. Because if you're unaware of an issue, it's difficult to heal it or let you it can't. go because you're not <laughs> yes. aware of it. So I loved what you just said, Rosie, about, you know, maybe some of our listeners will have things that they've never thought about. They they just didn't think that way. And my hope is that in our discussions, there's one little takeaway that you get from this of, wow, I've never thought about it that way. And then they can go back and, and do whatever they want to do with it. And perhaps it could, it's like a seed can be planted. That's right. And that's, you know, that that's we're, right. we're, we're not saying we have all the answers in how to have a thriving lifestyle. We, we have some of the answers. And I think that everybody needs to find their own way. Absolutely. And what we know about you and me is that we're, we keep growing our capacity to learn. We keep growing our awareness. We keep going, wow, that's really fun. I never thought about things that way. So we continue to grow ourselves and let go of, hey, I'm a better teacher than you, or I'm a better coach than you, or all that kind of comp competitive elements and just going, yeah, no, tell me more. So that we're learning and growing constantly. And we, and we both of us butt up against our own stuff that we need to resolve like our own again that life theme what are the life themes that we came here to resolve and part of that is a self-worth issue perhaps or you know generally speaking it's self-worth or or something like that or forgiveness uh, right. but we've come here for specific reasons and so the more we do that and really engage in our, our life theme resolution so that we can live our purpose that's the yeah. fun stuff. That's the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was working with a uh, psychologist many years ago, and I was working on shifting some of my patterns that uh, weren't serving me. I, but w when I was really paying attention to some of those patterns, then I created this pattern of, oh, shoot, I do that too. Versus I found another pattern. And now that I'm aware of that pattern, now I can shift and and change that pattern. That's so right. in this in this whole process of learning how to thrive, I think it's really important to talk about. Yes, uh, there will be times where you may not feel so good. You may have to go through something. The only way out is through. But on on the other side of that, letting go is it can be wonderful. Yeah. So I just didn't want it to sound like, you know, you just, you know, you take steps one, two, three, four, you're there. That's right. We're always learning. All we're always growing our, we're 100% potentiality. That's yes. the cool thing to, to, yeah. when I heard that from David Hawkins, it's like, how is that possible? I live in this little tiny limited constrained reality. How can I 
be a hundred percent potentiality. It's like, okay, Rosie, check it out. Let's see how you are limiting your capacity to be more, more what? Well, more yourself. Okay. Right. More individual. And, yeah. So yeah. am I going for a hundred percent? Well, I, my life, my life purpose is to know myself in that full potentiality, whatever that means by the day I die, right? That's my purpose is I want to know who I am. That means I have to keep going. Oh, like you just said, I loved it. It's like, oh, here's something else that gets in the way. Oh, here's another pattern in life theme that I've been let holding onto, or I didn't even see. I was like, oh my God, you know, I didn't know that existed. Right. And we go, oh, that's another one that gets in my way. And I can to the degree that I let that go and perhaps grieve and feel the the angst or the sorrow or the anger about that, I can let it go because I'm more committed to knowing my full purpose in my full potentiality, whatever that means. I don't even know. And when you do things you love, life just, to me, it's easier. It gets easier. It's yep. easier because I'm doing what I love and energy wise, when you, when you take steps, do what you love and, you know, live your life purpose, whatever, whatever, however you want to uh, yep. term it or call it. Yeah. It, it's amazing how one, you, you don't have to have all the answers. You just start taking steps toward whatever it is you, let's say you want to create something. And it's amazing when you're just passionate and you keep going, you may hit a, you may hit a roadblock. You know, sometimes those road, roadblocks are necessary. There's something there you were missing. So, Beautiful. you know, you don't quit. You just go, aha, there's a roadblock. What do I need to learn here? That's right. And and then because that that had happened to me in this whole process of when I left what I didn't like and started doing something I did love. And it wasn't like it just was, like, oh, I'm there. Yes. No, it was one step at a time. And I'm still taking those steps. Beautiful. And I still hit roadblocks. And but then but I'm aware that. It just requires a different choice. Yes. Beautiful. Simple as that. So I call I, those, I call those pop quizzes because it's like, Ooh, there's something I have to learn here. Yeah. I like that. I like some of your, your, uh, terminology. It lightens it up a little <laughs> it bit. It just takes, it lightens it up. It's like, Oh my God, I'm at a crossroad and it's terrible. And I don't know what it's like. Oh boy. Yippee. Oh, okay. We're, we're going to have to wrap it up pretty quickly, but I, I have to share this this thing um, that happened to me this week. So I took a road trip with a friend and, and she was going through some stuff and, and, you know, kind of going down the rabbit hole with the what ifs. And do you remember Bob Newhart? Oh yeah. Okay. Do you remember the show where, you know, this client comes to him he, for those who may not know who he was, he did a show and he was a, a, a psychologist or maybe he was a psychiatrist, either one. But he's this woman is coming to him and she's talking to him about all this stuff she's doing that weren't were they just weren't things that were beneficial for her growth. And he turns and he looks at her and he goes, stop it. Just stop it. Yes. <laughs> It was funnier if you were there, but that was his, that was his advice to her was yeah. just stop it. 
you know, when you create these bad. And he didn't say it in a mean way or anything. It was actually quite humorous. So my point in telling this story is we need to lighten up. And when we find out we have a pattern that may not be beneficial, we can just look in the mirror and go, stop it. Stop stop it. it. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Or or get yourself a coach. There's get so your, many get people out there that want to support to stop you. It, you know, in a different way. Yes. Anyway, I was telling my friend to just stop it. I was actually kind of coaching her with her permission. <laughs> yep. It's like just let's let's look at this. And if yeah. you can't stop it, let's look at what's in the way of you being able to stop it. Because right. it's and it's that's the those are the life themes that are like fascinating. For me, and I think for you too, to go, wow, isn't that interesting? You can't stop that because there's something that you're holding on to that's like, isn't that fascinating? I find it fascinating, right? I find it fascinating too, Rosie. And I think think we're meant to heal alone anyway. There's always assistance available. So if, if you're struggling... Ask for assistance, get someone to help, you know, a friend, a coach, uh, you know, um, you know, whatever person that you trust, um, you know, ask for assistance. Uh, I believe we have guides and, you know, we can ask for guides. So we're not alone. We don't have to, we don't have to heal alone. So great discussion today, Rosie. And we can, we could again, go on and on with this. We're going to wrap it up today. Is there anything you want to say in closing well i was curious are you are you so this is may may 2023 i'm just saying that in case people are listening later um are you taking clients right now if people wanted to call you i absolutely am okay. taking clients and i do both uh, life coaching and uh nutritional counseling i'm a holistic nutritionist and I know you are taking clients too. I am client. I'm taking. I've got room for probably two clients right now. Mm-hmm. So and doing transformational, what I call transformational coaching or uh, spiritual coaching or business coaching. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm open to taking clients. So I'm just saying that in service to and support of those people who are listening to go. Yeah, I could really use really good help from these right. one of these two. Right. Amazing and, people. And and I want to say, I want to toot Rosie's horn a little bit. She's written a lot of books that uh, may assist you. And you can go to the paradigmshifts.com and find out more there. And my website, Food Integrity Now, I have been, I have been interviewing people, um, you know, health people, doctors, uh, activists for 13 years and they're we've covered about every area of health that's out there and you can do a search on my website and and get assistance for free you know just going going through my website so these are just tools we want you to be aware of yep i've got a i've got a youtube channel that's got all kinds of really good information there's over i think there's about 300 different videos so just do your search with dr rosie coon there's a lot of good free stuff there and the same with my blogs on my website so lots of free support from you carol and from me and um Right. That's what we're and, here to do is support, support and empower people to yeah, have a thriving yeah. life. Yeah. And it's up to you, but you get, to, you get to choose, but assistance is available. Just yep. know that. And you yep. are not alone. You are not alone. Yeah, that's right. So thanks, thank Carol. You. 
Thank you, Rosie. It's been a great discussion, and we'll be back next week with, uh, we're not sure yet. We're not sure. Stay okay, tuned. thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.